Good morning, this is Alicia Wellington. It's good to be back. Last week I took some time off for self and soul care. And I thank God for my friend, Minister Nikisha Clifford, who stood in for me. I trust that you all enjoyed her devotions and you all were ministered too. A lot has happened since then. I am now in quarantine um, owing to the diagnosis, COVID positive diagnosis of one of my colleagues. And I want to take the opportunity to shout out that colleague and let you know that we are praying for you. We are praying for you. We are covering you and your family in prayer. And we are trusting God for a good outcome, not just for you and your family, but for all of us who are affected in the division. This morning, I'm going to speak on the topic, no fear of death, or oh, the fear of death. And my text is taken from Hebrews 2, 14 to 15. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Jesus tasted death for me. He experienced it for me. When he died, he destroyed him, that is, the devil who had past tense. The devil had the power of death. Since he had, he no longer has. It means that the devil cannot determine when I am going to die. Length of days does not belong to him. Psalm 91.6 says, With long life will I satisfy him. The secret to long life is found in Proverbs 3, 1 to 2. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep thy commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. So we should have no fear of death because the word says that Jesus delivered them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. When Jesus died and tasted death, he destroyed the stronghold that Satan had over our minds or that he could put in our minds. And that stronghold was actually the fear, the fear of death. And many persons are experiencing that today in the current environment that we are in with COVID-19. For most of our lifetimes, many of us, we walked in a fear of death. As children, we fear that our parents will die. As adults, we have been afraid of diseases, death, heart failure, strokes, hypertension, high cholesterol, and cancer. Satan has used this fear to keep us in bondage, even though he did not have the authority to kill us, to kill us, he made us feel that he has it. And even though we would have received healing in some particular area, example, 
um, through medicine, he still has us living in a state of fear. What if it were to happen again? Or from in this instance, what if we were to contract the COVID-19 disease? But the word says that and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. I believe that the Lord wants to release that bondage today. No, because fear brings torment. I will come to that just now. The fear of death leaves us in bondage. In John 4, 18 and Romans 3, 15, it says, There is no fear in love. Jesus is love. There is no fear in Jesus. But perfect love casteth out fear. He perfected his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And because fear hath torment, God, he has not, Jesus has not given us a spirit of fear or torment, but of power and love and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7 says that the power is over fear and the works of the devil. That power, sorry, is over fear and the works of the devil. It's a sound mind. A mind free of torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So that bondage also applies to, 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 to healing. It applies to our deliverance. It applies to the peace of mind that we will have during our trials. And because Satan has kept us in a place of fear. He has kept us in a place of unbelief and doubt and not in a position of faith. Mark 9, 23 to 25 says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believe. In verse 24 it says, Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. You know, I was chatting with my sister today, yesterday, sorry, and um, I said to her, I know that I, I am fine, but you know that the enemy always brings these thoughts to bombard your mind to make you feel otherwise. And so sometimes we have to stand in the position of that father and said, Lord, I believe, but help me in my unbelief. Help me in the areas where I am allowing doubt to creep in because the spirit of fear is around me. In verse 25, it says, And he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter in him no more. And you know, in the background, there is a sound that is saying that something has to break. And in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of fear. And I rebuke the spirit of death over my life, over my colleague's life, over his family's li family member's life. 
I rebuke the spirit of death and the spirit of fear that is hovering over Trinidad and Tobago and the torment that it has been inflicting upon the minds of people, the, the, the stress levels that they are, are, are working with every time they leave their homes, every time you know they return to their homes, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Fear is the antonym of faith. As long as we are fearful, we cannot operate in a place of faith. We cannot have confidence or the confident assurance in the word of God. Whose report will I believe? The report of the devil brings fear. The report of God says I have destroyed him who had the power over death. And I, sorry, who had the power over death. And I destroyed death. John 1 14 says and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth Jesus is full of truth not the lies of the enemy not the lies of the devil there is no truth in the devil there is no truth in his lies there is no truth in the, the seeds that he is sowing he is the father of lies, John 8, 44. Romans 8, 3 to 15 tells us that we need to renew our minds. Satan has been successful in keeping us in a place where we have been operating with our carnal and not our spiritual mind. We have been carnally minded and fear is carnal. Faith is of the spirit. But the word says that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Give your mind over to the word of God. If I'm operating in a place of fear rather than faith, I will. <laughs> we know that. We will surely die if we are operating in a place of fear than faith. But in verse 13, but, it, but if I'm operating in a place of faith, I can live, I will live and have peace in verse 13. Notice that the war, the, the war and the constant wavering in the passage of Romans 8, 13, 3, 8, 3 to 15. My carnal mind is it cannot and is not subject to the law of God. It is not subject to faith. And if I would, if you would only believe, you will see the glory of God. I, my, my carnal mind cannot receive that. Verse 9, but I am not of the flesh, I am not carnally minded, but, in, but of the spirit. And if so be, the spirit of God dwelleth in me. Verse 11, but if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I'm speaking this word over my colleague today. That if the same spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. It is supernatural. It is supernatural. Our bodies can heal itself by the spirit of God that dwells in us. 
Luke, verses 15 to 17. I am not in bond, my declaration. I am not in bondage to fear. I am a child of God. I am a joint heir with Christ, the anointed one and his anointed. When he was raised from the dead, I was raised with him. I am glorified with him. Health and healing is mine. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, 7-10 tells us what took place when he died. 1 Corinthians 15, 54-57 also. That death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? But thanks be to God who giveth us the victory, victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 2.15 And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphant, in, triumphant, triumphant over them in it. Timothy, 1 Timothy 1.10 But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. I give you praise. Do have a wonderful day today.